welcome to the podcast. This is a musical podcast now where we sing. My name is Andy. And my name is Liz. I don't know how I got this gig. And this is a podcast all about how newspapers from the past to now. And I am Will Smith, and you are the mama. You're moving with your auntie and uncle, the Bel Air. All right, we should probably stop singing because we're going to get angry reviews. Yeah, of jealous people. You're so right. Um, welcome to the show, Human Seeking Human. We've got some exciting things and very sad things for you, uh, <laughs> as we do. Um, but first, we we can start with a dream date, and we can uh, set the other person up on something nice and I'm ready. I don't know what I have for you. Okay, I'll give you one. Um, (laughs) This newspaper is The Capital, uh, Annapolis, Maryland. This is from December 23rd, 1998. So Christmas time. Okay. Move quickly. Educated single white female, 58, 5 foot 8, 140 pounds, with brown hair and eyes, seeks a tall, personable, single white male, 45 to 61, who is passionate about life for friendship and fun. She's a beginner at golf, and she also likes political campaigns, music, flea markets, and life. (laughs) Wow. Okay. I was thinking that's kind of a normal, (laughs) maybe a little live, laugh, love. And then you went into this like little fantasy about what your, you know, what the dream date is. I am definitely an amateur at golf. I am too competitive to play Mini golf and bingo. I get, I become a bad sport very quickly. So I will continue to be amateur at golf. So there's no like romantic golf date in the future okay. unless you want me to go, God damn it. I, I would have, let me win. <laughs> I'll rather... pout the entire time. Wow. You're, you're like, a, you want people to let you win so that you feel better? Yeah, but I don't want them to acknowledge it. Like, of course, I want, of course. I'm, yeah, when I play video games with Joey and she starts to beat me out, I will get like legit. I'll be like, and it's I it's silly in retrospect, but in the moment, I'm like, if she loved me, she wouldn't shoot me, you know. Hmm. And if she loved me, she would die trying to revive me if we're on the same team, even if it means that she dies. Like that's romance. Yeah, yeah, Hello. Yeah, I assume this is Fortnite that you're talking about. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, my view on that is uh, I never want to play anything competitive against you ever. That's my conclusion. Yeah. But you also now know if you ever play something competitive against me to just let me win. Um, but I won't. That's the problem here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the other thing that makes it extra oh, hard, no. I think, is I'm a bad sport if I'm winning also. Oh, my God. It's just a... Yeah. I'm either Just, like, booyah, fuck you, I'm the best. Or I'm like, mm-hmm. I hate this game. I hate you. Get away from me. I was going to win. You cheated. You take steroids. I don't know. Something's happening, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's sort of why I don't go mini golfing, really. Okay. That that makes a lot of sense. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. What about the part? So, no golf. Golf's off the table. What about <laughs> the part where she likes political campaigns? I, I worked on means. a political campaign. I feel passionate about politics. Do I like 
political campaigns, that feels like such a, like, I want a girl who likes politics. Like, no, it's not fun. I don't like having to care about things that are like sad and heavy, you know? It's, it seems weird to have that in your interests. Uh, like, like if you've mentioned that you are a politician, yeah, but it seemed, it did seem a little out of place that they were like, my likes include political campaigns yeah and that makes more sense it goes from that to music and flea markets like one thing is yeah. not like the other um oh and anyone said, who's worked on a political campaign knows that as much as you love it you don't like it it's like mm. a it's like a chaotic stressful 24 mm -hmm. 7 job it's a bummer and then and then the half the time you lose and then you're unemployed that's all oh, good yeah my campaign we lost it was like so close we got all the way up until the very end and we were like working our butts off and like it's really hard but we're like we're gonna change the world and then just one night they're just like no go home <laughs> no one cares anymore bye and then that's it it's that's just it bringing a lot out here with this ad um but i will say the last one though they say they like life that just kind of they didn't have to say the other things they just catch me on a good day and oh, i true. also like life yeah 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 <laughs> that's pretty hit or miss for me too <laughs> so, um, some days i like it more than others i'm glad to mm -hmm. be alive you know but some days i'm like oh another day of life and some days i'm like oh life you know yeah oh, i know oh, i know okay okay so i don't think this date is happening and if it does, I don't think it's going well. Well, what city and year is this from? Annapolis, Maryland, 1998. All right. Well, if I'm in Annapolis, Maryland in 1998 and time travel is like a thing and I can just like do it for cheap, maybe I'll check it out. But Okay. Okay. Good? good deal. You got something right. for me? Uh, yeah, I do. Um, it's December, so you might catch a little bit of a theme. Interesting. Um. This is from December 17th, 1993. Santa seeking Mrs. Claus. Divorced white male, 40s, looking for honest, fun-loving, wild, passionate female who could love and hold interest through the holidays for this Capricorn. Hmm. Do you think that means that after the holidays, they're just, like, done? Like, they they don't date outside of the holidays? Yeah. Yeah, because this ad is only what? Well, I don't know. Maybe they just have like Santa is Santa year round. You know what I mean? Like, no, but just, they say they're looking for someone to hold interest through the holiday. Oh, and I then, see because of that part. And then I see what you're saying. Be bored of me is like what comes next. I think. Yeah, what's that called? What's that kind of a relationship called where you're like, it's like starts in the winter time because you get lonely and depressed, and then cuffing season. Yeah. Cuffing season. Yeah. yeah. So that's what this is. Sounds like. I said something about cuffing season to Joey and she was like, what's that? And I was like, you, you LA people with your no seasons. I think that's what I learned about it recently. So yeah, that might be why. Cause I was living in LA and that's not really a thing, I guess. Cuffing I guess. I don't know. Maybe is it is. In LA. National holiday. The president of new England, the mayor, mayor of Boston, Michelle Wu. I love Michelle Wu. Comes out once a year, and if she sees her shadow, then you're going to be with someone on cuffing season. And if she doesn't see her shadow, then you're going to be alone on cuffing season. 
you know, I, I really can't argue with this. I have no place, no standing as a Midwesterner. So I believe you. Well, 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 well. If it isn't time for another segment, what do you say you tell me a taxi encounter? Oh, this is the taxiest one I've had in a while. Oh, that's not, okay. That's, that's, that's not actually true. I just wanted to go with what you were saying. Um, this one's just another weird one, like the usual. It's a Craigslist one, of course. Cincinnati area. Wendy's cashier. The cashier at Wendy's the other morning had an insane amount of energy. Not sure <laughs> if it's just because it's the start of her shift or if she's always that intense. Had a tattoo that I missed seeing what it was, but definitely enjoyed watching her work. That's it. So I, they, I don't know what they want. Again, there's no call to action. There's no like. I feel a... like they probably want whatever she's on. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? They're like, wink, wink. I can tell that you're like on something like. They're like, hey, I noticed you had an insane amount of energy. Mm. So tell me how did you do that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Give me some of that good stuff that Wendy sells. You know what I mean? Um, I guess. Maybe. Maybe they have too much (sighs) Coca-Cola. That gets me wired. I, I had a Dr. Pepper today. Dr. Dr. Peppa. Or I like to call it uh, Peppy MD, you know? Um, What's Peppy MD? Dr. Pepper. That's not... All right. Uh, uh, mm. Is that... Would you call Dr. Dre Dre MD? No. So... Is Dr. Pepper a real doctor? We're going to go down a hole. And I'm um, trying to avoid holes today. Uh, okay. Then it's I won't a no answer holes your question. You know, it's a no holes day. You know, it's a no holes day. You know, like... Bones days and uh, no bones days. It's a no holes please, day. Please don't let that be a TikTok trend. Let's check if it's a holes day or not. Because what would that entail? This is going to be like me like curled who's... up in a ball is gonna be like it's a no holes day for me you know but but Someone's no but there has like, to be a hole what's the hole? it's the start of my shift at wendy's it's <laughs> holes day i'm having a big holes day but there's got to be something that reveals whether or not it's a holes day it's not just arbitrary there has to be structure here what what is the, the holes hole? the holes what holes where what holes um <clears throat> anyway let's move on Are you still thinking about holes? No, I'm, I'm waiting for you to move us on. Sandy's over there dreaming about holes. I can see his little thought bubble like a cartoon. So you're going to mention um, my beady eyes. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, do you know that beady is my middle name? <laughs> is this a, is this like a <laughs> joke set up? No, no. My middle name is beady. B-E-A-T-T-Y. It's an Irish name. Really? That's cool. You do have beady eyes. Like your middle name, beady eyes. Uh, ha, 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 ha. That's pretty funny. I think I have eyes like my dad. Hey, can I just pause for a minute and give a quick shout out? Um, I I spent Thanksgiving with a friend mm-hmm. and 
his mom called like a family friend so i know his mom really well andrea newman and she was like oh i listen to your podcast it's like i always listen to it when it first comes out and i was like are you serious that's a little <laughs> embarrassing but super rad so just that's shout so out sweet. to you andrea hi andrea um okay our next segment is called way back when um pronounced like that every time and i have some stories for you from way back when this is from the independent star news in pasadena california from december 13th 1959 santa claus accused of taking paola this is an article by easy slowman i don't know what we can do about it but we're all in trouble this christmas what are we going to say to the kids You've probably all expected it to happen, but I've been hoping for the best. Well, you've lost. Santa Claus is being investigated. He's been taking Paola. Or should I say, he's being accused of taking Paola. Even a Christmas spirit is innocent until proven guilty, I guess. But the evidence is overwhelming. Just the other night, for example, he was seen on television. He spoke on behalf of the U.S. Steel Corporation, urging us to buy steel products for Christmas. Buy the best present your wife could have, he said in effect. Get her a major appliance made of steel. (laughs) As he spoke, a typical American housewife appeared on the screen. You could tell she was a... And then this is like all spaced out in bold. Typical American housewife because she was impeccably coiffed. She was beautiful. Her kitchen was immaculate and she was incredibly happy. And she swooned over the hot water heater, 50 gallon capacity, I'd guess, she had received for Christmas. It isn't just steel Santa's trying to get us to buy. On television alone, we can find him during the joyous season urging us to buy preserved fruit cut-rate suits, automobiles, and cigarettes, to name only several of the products he's been pushing. Are we to believe Santa is doing this just because he loves the steel industry, the preserved fruit people, Robert Hall, the automobile folk, or Liggett and Myers? I think the conclusion is obvious. They've got to the old guy. He's been bought. Considering the going rate for this sort of thing, old Santa is making enough loot to pay for all these things we are buying for Christmas all by himself. If he'd just do it, we'd get back to the way it was when I was a kid. Back in those days, which now seem incredibly far in the past, all Christmas gifts came from Santa Claus. But now, when we go to buy a nice 50-gallon water heater for our wives, the good Saint Nick doesn't come around to lift the tab. Santa's payola isn't just concerning from television, either. He's got the whole Christmas dodge sewed up, and he's making the most of it. Department stores pay him incredible amounts of money just to sit in their toy department and have kids line up to pop their bubblegum in his beard. Elementary institutions pay him a pretty penny, did anyone ever hear of an ugly penny, to collect funds on their behalf on street corners. I'll bet the only testimonial he hasn't given is for the clinic. The fat old gentleman has posed for more pictures than Zsa Zsa Gabor. I guess he really works for all that payoff he's getting. But what are we going to tell the kids? First thing you know, they'll stop believing in Santa Claus. They'll just lose their faith in him altogether. And you know what that can lead to. Next, they'll stop believing in the Easter Bunny. And before we know it, they'll stop believing anything they read in the newspaper. Then where will we be? 
I loved it. I loved it. I, I, so this is just like about how capitalism has its claws in Santa Claus. It's which, about Santa being a big fat sellout. The fucking shill for all these companies. Um, because yeah, I don't think that Santa necessarily would promote U.S. Steel, you know, just before. Yeah, oh, he I did. Wonder, well, Not yeah, he did, but like just I, exactly. That's what I mean. Not because he loves U.S. Steel. But my I mean, question is, like, is he one of those guys who's really jolly and nice, but he has a hard time saying no? Because mm. I can imagine it would be pretty easy to put the pressure on him, especially I, if, you know, he endorses one thing that he really does like, and then people are calling him up. We have an elementary school. We need you to take pictures. That dude spends a lot of time in the mall. I think if your ethics are strong enough, you won't let these <laughs> these corporate uh, corporate people. Get but you, you have to, to understand, out. everybody has to make a living. I mean, he has mouths, many small mouths to feed. Yeah, many many small, many very small mouths to feed. That it's is not true. Like there's good crop crops. Like you can't grow your own food. You're basically having to pay five times as much for shipping everything, living all the way in the North Pole. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he just got a summer home in Malibu or something. Um, that's true. But the thing is, he saves so much money on labor by employing these elves and probably not paying them at all. That that should be the article. Yeah, wait a second. <laughs> I think there are <laughs> maybe some worse minute. things about Santa than uh, the fact that he promotes U.S. Steel. <laughs> oh, no. And the U.S. steel industry, it sounds like, is endorsing his behavior. Oh, you got them there. So are all these elementary school students. Who was president in 1959? I need I to speak know. to an elementary Hoover. school student from 1959 no and J. Edgar Hoover. 1959 U.S. president. Dwight D. Eisenhower. Oh, Dwight. You ignorant slut. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Uh yeah i don't know i you know what this is just it's such a shame such a shame that santa that it's come to this you know not that it's come to this that it's been like this it's supporting selling cigarettes and everything 1959 i guess it makes more sense but could you see like he's a sellout he's a big sellout would you like to hear a way back when way back I, when? yeah thank you okay one more time way back when thank you yeah yeah i'd love to hear one this is from the new york times which is a publication from new york new york this is from december 5th 1913 uh this is an advertisement mm -hmm. and here we go fragile women <laughs> a leading <laughs> i That's already really hate start, it huh? uh -huh. <laughs> yeah it's bad a leading authority says our young women are too fragile, especially society debutantes, college mm. girls, youthful mm. brides, and young mothers. Mm. Isn't this true? Most of these fragile ones need more and proper nourishment, something to feed and enrich the blood, to tone up the nervous system, and to revitalize the physical energies. Wincarnus is a liquid food without a drug. Ew. It contains nothing but these three well-known food elements. Pure natural wine, 
Okay. Liebig's Lieb, <laughs> extract of meat, malt okay. extract from ripe grains, mm-hmm. and that's it. Uh, try it. See for yourself just what it can and will do for you. Win Carnus, the wine of life. Actually, you know, I thought this was maybe like a little bit, I don't know, of like a scam. But mm-hmm. I will tell you, I used to be a very fragile woman, a, co- yeah. a, co- a fragile college woman, a mm-hmm. blushing bride, a debutante, yeah. a debut, social debutante. Mm-hmm. I used to be so fragile. And then I started, this is, here's my recipe, very similar. So I Monster put- energy. No, I put a full bottle of wine uh-huh. in the blender. Uh-huh. I squeeze the juice out of whatever meat I have in my fridge. Gross. Okay. Just squeeze it in there. Uh-huh. And then I take bread and I shove it in the blender and I blend it all together. And I drink about two or three blenderfuls a day. And now I'm okay. a strong woman. I can tell. I was, I can, I'm I, still a social debutante. I just deadlift 350 pounds while I'm socializing. I'm I'm surprised that having a con- concoction like that doesn't hinder your social status. I, to be honest, I, I figured if that came out, and it's about to when this episode releases, that you drink three of those a day, I feel like you might, people wait, might wait. try to avoid you. Wait, 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 wait. This podcast goes to the public? Yes. I thought this was like a private conversation and you just liked to record it f- to listen to later because I'm so <laughs> brilliant. Um, that that was the initial intent. However, once I realized the quality of musings that came forth from your mouth, I realized that <laughs> I it, it was really a disservice to everyone if I uh, kept it from them. So My secret recipe cannot be leaked to the public, Zandy. Cut it out. Bleep it out. You know, to be honest, I I won't mind cutting the it out. The girls in the neighborhood is... are going to be squeezing meat juice into their wine and I'm going to be I'm going to be the, the weakest woman in the neighborhood again. Because everyone's going to be so strong, but why would you be the weakest after they just do the same thing as you? Don't you haven't you ever heard about tolerance? My tolerance is high, their tolerance oh. is low. They're going to be Hulk smashing things True. with their meaty wine bread hands and I'm just going to be Sipping away, praying that I get a little kick of the meat juice. <laughs> this is so foul. This is I regret everything from reading this. Ad. Um. Anyway, there's a lot of fraud. What if you're a fragile man? Can you drink that? Um, I wouldn't know. I'm not one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so so stupid. Uh, can you make me sad please oh yeah so i'm gonna read i mean sp- more sad than you already have <laughs> i'm so sorry <laughs> oh god i'm not sorry at all um yeah so just a reminder Zandy bummed me out so bad last year on Christmas. So I figured I'd bum everybody out so bad on Christmas this year. So here's my bummer Christmas story for you all. This is April 5th, 1906, Baltimore, Maryland. 
A Christmas murder. Judge's son and three others are arraigned for triple crime. Mariana, Florida, April 4th. William Christmas and Walter Holland. (laughs) Wait. (laughs) This isn't what I expected. Okay. (laughs) William Christmas. Well, the newspaper came out in April. I didn't even like that. You said that and I didn't even like phase me. I was like, still Christmas related. Makes sense. William Christmas and Walter Holland, white men, and two black men, Jasper and John Justice, were arraigned before Judge McKinnon here today, charged with the murder of Judge Christmas and his family near Campbellton, Florida, last month. Over 70 witnesses were sworn, and it will be Wednesday noon before the testimony is in. During the examination yesterday, a witness swore to the bloody clothing that was found in Christmas's store and which he admitted was his, but said he had worn it when he killed a hog. William Christmas was the son of the murdered man and woman and a brother of the boy who was killed. Holland was a son-in-law of the murdered couple. So... Just to explain how that last paragraph connects, William Christmas killed his parents and brother with Holland, who was his brother-in-law, who was the son-in-law of the murdered couple. So William Christmas and his brother-in-law murdered William's parents. Yeah, got it. And then, for no reason, they just are also saying that two black men helped them. And they, like, oh. specified their race, which is a little question mark to me. Yeah, they, that was very common back then. Um. So, anyway, that that is your bummer of a Christmas story for the week. Christmas is a last name. Not too common anymore, I feel. Like, I don't know that they change. I feel like that's not something or maybe it was not just, just as common now as it was back then. But I feel like I've never met someone with the last name Christmas or even heard of someone with the last name Christmas. Even Santa's last name is Nicholas. It's not even Christmas. You it's, know what I'm what, saying? Yeah. Or it's Kringle. No. No. You're not a Chris Kringle person. You're a St. Nicholas I believe that we're putting the Christ back in Christmas. Thank you very much. Okay. I actually tell everyone that I see around this time of year, happy Christ, miss. And then I like look to make sure that they're like smiling and nodding in agreement where I give them like a big long lecture. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That makes sense. There's only like one part. I'm trying to think. I know there's like a rapper named Michael Christmas, but I don't know if that's... A given Maybe name, like an loves. actual last name, where it's just, yeah, a big fan of Christmas, you know? I don't know. Christmas is a last name. I feel like that's rare. I would, yeah. Oh. I mean, I don't know what to tell you, Zandy. I just, all I know is that this judge's last name was Christmas, and his son and his son-in-law did him a murder. Did him a murder. Um. Well, thank you for sharing that murder. You're welcome. You are so welcome. Um, well, I have some really dark Santa stuff for next week, so I can't wait to read it to you. Good. Everybody prepare yourself. Uh, <laughs> Until then. Take care of yourselves. <laughs> uh, yeah. We'll talk to you soon. Until then. 